0: Welcome to the Center for the Performing Arts at Penn State. I'm Communications Director, Laura Sullivan, and you're in tune with Previews. Pianist Emanuel Axe comes to Penn State for the first time in 21 years to share the stage with violinist Itzhak Perlman and cellist Yo-Yo Ma. The three virtuoso musicians make their world premiere as a piano trio, March 30th, at Eisenhower Auditorium. Previous editor John Mark Raffis speaks with Axe about the all Mendelssohn program he'll perform with Perlman and Ma. Axe also discusses his long friendship and frequent musical collaborations with the world's most famous cellist.
1: We're very excited here at Penn State that you and Itzhak Perlman and Yo-Yo Ma are coming on March 30th to perform for the first time as a trio. Yeah, I know that you and Yo-Yo Ma have a long history of performing together. In fact, you've you've won three Grammy awards together as a duo and a couple more, I believe, in larger ensemble recordings. What prompted the idea to add Itzhak Perlman to the mix and perform as a trio? First of all, we've we've wanted to do this
2: for quite a long time. We've done the Beethoven Triple Concerto a few times uh, with orchestra and we really enjoyed that. And of course, I mean, obviously Yo-Yo and, and Itzhak are great, great artists and, you know, the, as you can see, they enjoy doing stuff together. They were at the inauguration. Right. Everybody saw that. Uh, so it's very, uh, it's very exciting, you know, just to be, to be able to do that.
1: What sort of uh, dynamic does that enter in when when you are so used to performing with Yo Yo Ma, and then having um, another musician, obviously a, a world class one, but t- having another musician that you don't perform with regularly, will that require a certain amount of rehearsal time or?
2: Sure, I, I mean it, we we always require rehearsal time, right. whether whether it's new or old. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's, you know so we'll be we'll be definitely doing doing quite a bit of work before. It's it's just, uh, I've played with both of them separately, you know, so I, I think we all get along really well, and it should be extremely comfortable.
1: The concert here comes a night before that you'll be performing at Carnegie Hall, but I believe those are the only two that are scheduled. Has there been any conversation about perhaps recording the Carnegie Hall performance or making a recording together after that?
2: What will probably happen is if if there is a possibility of recording, we'll probably do one afterwards, I think, as opposed to uh well i mean they you know they might take it's so easy to tape now, but you know it's very different from the way it used to be mm-hmm. with the amount of equipment you needed and so forth right. now it's it's extremely easy actually, so maybe they'll just turn on a mic you know and we'll and and see what happens basically. Uh, it would be fun to have it in any case, you know, whether whether it's actually a record or not.
1: I understand that considering doing a couple of Mendelssohn pieces. Um, has the entire program been selected, or are you still working on that?
2: Well, we're, the, the the program actually is the the two Mendelssohn trios okay. plus some more Mendelssohn. I think <laughs> there's nothing else original by Mendelssohn for for trio. So I got the idea of of arranging uh, a few of the songs without words for piano solo. Ah and arranging a few for cello and a few for violin, and have and have them played by, you know, by Yo-Yo and Itzhak in turn. Because it's Mendelssohn year, it's 2009, it's his 200th birthday, and I think it would be great to, to you know, celebrate him.
1: <laughs> it's been a long time since you've been at Penn State. I, I looked it up and it was 1988. Right. That was a
2: recital. I see. Yeah, no, I, I recall very well, actually. I mean, I, I remember playing at Penn State because I was... I was very impressed with going to where the big football team was. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a fan. So.
1: Well, good. The football stadium is a little bigger than when you were here the last time, so you'll have to make sure you check that out. <laughs> I know that you were, um, were born in what is now Ukraine, in a city, I believe, if I'm pronouncing correctly, Lviv. That, Lvov, Lvov. That's right. Um, that's correct. Yeah. And you grew up there as a, a small child, and then your family moved to Warsaw, and then to Winnipeg, mm-hmm. and then to New York City. How much do you remember of of life as a child in Europe, and what kind of impact do you think that had on you?
2: Well, I remember I remember a little bit about uh, about Warsaw, of course, uh-huh. and and very little about about Lvov. Uh, certainly from Warsaw, I, I you know there's there's a lot of Piano music that that I already was aware of when I was eight, nine, ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big hero at the time was Van Cliburn. Uh, he won the 1950, 1958 competition mm-hmm. in in Russia, right. and and he was an incredibly famous guy in in the behind the Iron Curtain.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's hard for us maybe now to understand the impact that he had, but it was quite a sensation I, from from what I yeah. have read and heard.
2: Yeah, it was an amazing uh, explosion.
1: Did you start with the piano or did you start with a different instrument? I started with piano. Mm-hmm. And your first teacher was your father, I believe.
2: In a way, I had I had a first teacher, a very nice man in Lvov, and then a wonderful lady in Warsaw. My dad was a very good amateur singer. Mm-hmm and he was the one that sort of started me going.
1: Right. Your parents were actually Holocaust survivors, were they not? Well,
2: they lived through the war in Poland, if that qualifies as Holocaust survivors.
1: I think that probably qualifies. I know that you, um, in addition to performing the classics and many romantic pieces, that you also do uh, quite a lot of contemporary uh, composers' works. Is there anything that you're working on these days of, of note?
2: I have a project coming up next season. I haven't gotten any of the music yet, mm-hmm. but there will be three concerts uh, celebrating Chopin and Schumann. Mm-hmm. And each concert will have a, contem- a a piece written for the for the occasion. Uh one by John Adams, one by Peter Lieberson, and one by Osvaldo Goliov.
1: Ah, Goliov. Goliav has been performed here a couple of different pieces in the last two or three seasons, so we've become quite familiar with him.
2: Yeah, he's quite quite a fantastic man that's what I guess I will be working on just as soon as I I get some music from some of them.
1: (laughs) That's always the challenge, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, not easy, not easy to get. (laughs) The world certainly um, doesn't need any introduction to the two uh, gentlemen you'll be performing with here, but in in, in your own view, what what makes Itzhak Perlman and Yo-Yo Ma individually so special?
2: First of all, the purely musical gift is is just unbelievable. You know, the level of, of playing ability... And the instincts. Beyond that, they each have a personality, which is, well, I mean, I I always I kept saying during the election that Barack Obama was the Yo-Yo Ma of music, <laughs> you know, and and I really do
1: believe that. And how apt that uh, when the president became president, quite literally at noon, uh, Yo-Yo Ma was playing. At, yeah, and it's yeah, I mean,
2: it's a it, Yo-Yo and Itzhak were there quite quite wonderfully for for. I, I mean, it's such a wonderful thing to have those those two people represented. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was really I I couldn't have been happier I must say.
1: It was a very classy moment that's for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was wonderful. And you know Itzhak is is also is he's just larger than life. They're they're amazing uh amazing personalities. They just jump out at you over the footlights. Uh I think with both of them the minute they step out on stage before they've played a note, everyone feels like they're at a special event.
1: You're quite right about that. Ed perlman was just here last April, and it was certainly a riveting performance, and, and people just, just love him. I mean, he could probably just show up on now, stage and just start playing whatever, and they would be perfectly happy with that. Exactly.
2: Well, that, that's what I mean by, by jumping out over the footlights. Right. And, and, uh, and, of course, it's also backed up by, by the incredible gift, the incredible playing. Right. I mean, so it's both. They, they seem to have the best of both worlds.
1: Well, we are very much looking forward to it on March 30th, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today.
0: My
2: pleasure. I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm very excited to be on stage with the two of them.
0: Tickets for the Axe-Perlman-Ma concert are sold out. For more information about the concert or the Center for the Performing Arts, visit www.cpa.psu.edu or phone 1-800-ARTS-TIX. For the Center for the Performing Arts, I'm Laura Sullivan.